talk with me and Sam. Roof talk with me and Sam. City women getting with it. Up high. <laughs> Did you just hear that? <laughs> Wait, that has never happened before. Okay. As if, for, we, as if we didn't know. For reference, we just clicked record and this lovely lady came over the loudspeaker and goes, this meeting is being recorded. That's our podcast guest for the week. That is. What's her name? Linda. Linda. <laughs> Good. She seems like a Linda. <sighs> for sure. Hi, hey, Mia. Oh. Um, hi y'all this is roof talk episode 10 our 10th episode and in honor of the 10th episode it's just us today just us girlies we've been missing for a little bit but have no fear yeah where have you been sam oh gosh i've been i've done the most traveling in the past three weeks that i've done in the pandemic i think oh, i like 100%. i went to the outer banks a couple weeks ago which was so fun. Um, and then I came back, had like two days here, and then I went to Chicago. And then from Chicago, Alex and I drove to St. Louis and spent like a week there. So fun. Oh my God. And you've been gone too. I haven't seen you in almost a month. That's very weird because we we do we do be seeing each other quite a bit. <laughs> we do be spending most waking moments together. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. No, I went home to Houston at the. I mean, kind of the beginning of May, like right after Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. 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 yeah it was like that weekend, May May eighth or something. Mm -hmm. um, and then I went to Austin two weekends in a row, which was so fun. Um, one of the weekends was for a wedding, and then the next weekend I just hung out with Zoe and the, and the kids and her hub, hub, hubby husband. I couldn't figure out which one I wanted to say. You can just combine that. Husby. Husby, we love that. Coining that term. Hubbind. Um, hubbind. Hubbind. Just a little hubbind. <laughs> um, and then I came back to New York last week now, a week ago. So, yeah, it's very weird. I'm very ready for it to not be raining wherever I go. Uh, there's yeah. been a lot of rain, and I'm, I'm so sorry. Oh, it's you know, it's okay. The hair is moisturized. It's fine. I just want to know: Have you ever seen the rain? <laughs> I've seen a lot of the rain. I've seen I've seen lots. Yeah. I don't oh. know why. Literally the entire time I was in Houston, it was raining. Like, that no matter sucks. where I went. Yeah. It was a bummer. Ugh, whatever. It's okay. It's okay. We'll say that, like, you know, I, like, up until now in, in the pandemic, um, when it's raining, I'm, like, no plans. Because yeah. I, I, everything for so long was all outdoors. Yeah. And now that we're both fully, like, vaccinated and, like, post two weeks, whatever, like, when it is bad weather, I'm, like, not changing. I'm, I don't have to change my plans anymore. Right, is, like, like you can actually still go out and do things. Yeah, like, I mean, like, I've dined inside. Right. And, like, not, not, like, hunkered, like, hunkered down under a net, like, trying to avoid a monsoon, which I did do before which I was vaccinated. Yeah, remember when we, like, would sit out in, like, 20-degree weather and, like, try to drink margaritas? You remember that? That moment? Playa Betty's? <laughs> yeah, oh god. Well, the good thing about Playa Betty's is that the heaters are literally like singeing off your eyebrows. They're like right by our heads. <laughs> they are pretty incredible. <laughs> that actually happened. I went to I went to Lily's. Shout out to Lily's in Hell's Kitchen. And I had like my winter coat and I I put it on the other side of the table and I went to grab it and pull it over and part of like the fake fur on top got singed. No, no, no. By the heater, and it smelled like like burnt hair the rest of the night. And I was like, what if I had accidentally, like, hit it with my hand? Oh, my God. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy that, like, I'm very thankful for science and that, like, I'm able to kind of go to restaurants, not just dependent on their, like, patio seating, you know? Yeah. Because, like, you know, I definitely sacrificed quality for, um, for, like, you know, safety at a lot of places that I've been going to over the past year. And now it's kind of like, 
I can start going back to those places that I like to go to so much because I'm vaccinated. Frankie, stop snoring. Stop. It's like, it's like literally the little things. Absolutely. We, Frankie, stop. (laughs) She's like, I'm here. She's like, no. Hi, girlie. (laughs) Just go to sleep and be quiet. Hi, Frankie. I haven't seen you in a long time, too. Side eye. She's like, oh, Um, I'm not into it. Yeah. Just go to sleep, honey. Um, we went to a gym, we went to CrossFit gym in St. Louis. Um, oh, no way. And it was like very different than New York City gyms. Like this like massive, massive space and these like huge garage doors that open up and everything was super open. It was such a big space that they had like set workout spaces for everyone with like everyone had their own rowing machine, their own no. barbells, dumbbells, kettlebells, like everything. So you didn't really have to go out of your space yeah. at all during the class. And we walked in and they were like, are you guys vaccinated? And we were like, yeah. And they were like, you don't have to wear a mask. And like, even still, like it's a very open and spaced out. And Alex and I, I think we're so excited about just kind of the prospect of being able to do that, that we went back like four times. Yes. Because we were just like, even, even honestly, and I've been a freak about COVID, but even if people weren't vaccinated, I felt really safe. Yeah which was totally. nice, but it was like, it's like, I feel like now I'm like going through that thing where I like, I go in somewhere or I'll walk around somewhere and I'm like, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just, so, <laughs> yes, totally. Even if it says like Starbucks is now doing this thing where they, um, yeah, you've seen the signs where it's like, if you're fully vaccinated, face coverings are optional. And I'm like, awesome. And then I walk in and like most people are wearing their masks. So I feel like I should, like, I don't want them to think I'm a dick. But yeah, I'm also fully vaccinated. So I, yeah, I keep like, I keep it around my ears and like right under my chin yep. just so people know that I'm not a dick. <laughs> but It also masks my double chin that I sometimes have. Oh my know, like if God, I just... Samantha. No, I'm, I'm making a joke, but I was like, you know, I used to be really like, I used to be like, I don't know, oddly insecure about my jawline and- Really? <laughs> I don't know. It's just like a thing, you know, like, or like, that's like yeah. something that I notice on people very quickly when I like see them walking by and <laughs> just keep my mask down there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. That's how I am about skin. Like anytime I'm in like fluorescent yeah. lighting or like daytime lighting, yep. I always notice people's skin texture because I've been so, you know, crazy about my own for so long. So I get that. I that. Yeah. Okay. What were the two best things that you did or that happened to you on your trip and what was the worst (laughs) oh my god (laughs) you know which one i'm gonna say (laughs) Um, (laughs) okay (laughs) i can't stop laughing okay so the (laughs) i'm getting so red okay so the two best things um well, one of the best things was just like, oh, I started rewatching Smash and my parents really wanted to rewatch Smash too because they're big fans of the show. So we would like have nights where we just watched Smash together and it was really cute. And like, I feel like I haven't had a, a show to watch with my parents in a long time because mm-hmm. it's hard. It's hard to find a show that like no one feels uncomfortable and everybody really likes, you know, yeah. It's, it's it's challenging and and then like my dad loves watching new movies and I'm I'm I admire him for that because I love rewatching all my favorites. I'm really yeah. bad at, you know, I'm really bad at choosing new ones because it's kind of the same with like ordering food. I would rather get something that I know I'm going to love yep. than regret what I get, but I'm trying to be better about that being like more adventurous. But um so yeah, that was really fun like to have our nightly you know, smash moments. And That's so fun. It was so fun. Um, and then, oh, I mean, my weekend with my sister and her fam was so fun. Like seeing my little, I have um, a niece and nephew for everyone who does not know. I have a niece and nephew. Hudson is three and a half and Tatum is one and a half. 
And they were just, like, so ridiculously sweet and fun. Tatum was in a great mood the whole weekend. (laughs) So she just, like, waddled around, and she wanted to be held a lot. And she would just laugh. and, And we got in this habit of, like, she would touch her nose to mine. Like, whenever I was holding her, she would, like, whoop, and, like, bonk me on the nose. Super sweet, and, you know, it was just so fun hanging out with my sister. Um, We, like, went out in Austin, and, like, it was just, it was great. So, yeah, family. Family was was great. I mean, I obviously had so much fun with my friends, like, my high school friends. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, yeah, that family time is amazing. Um, So the worst thing that happened... So, I was I was sharing an Airbnb with my friend Cade. Shout out Cade Pickle. This is a great story, so that's why I'm gonna tell it. And um and so anyway, I was hanging out with some other friends, and he had like met up with his friends from Houston in Austin. So we kind of like separated on Friday night, and. I had a feeling I would probably be out later than he would be. And so he took the key and he was like, I'll wait up for you, whatever. So I texted him. It was like very late at night. It was like maybe 2.30 in the morning. And I texted him and was like, okay, I'm on my way home. I have my Uber home, whatever. And he's texting me. And and as soon as I get to the apartment complex, (laughs) he falls asleep. And it's like an open air apartment complex. So, um, you know, I was able to get up to our floor, but once I got there and it was like maybe 60 degrees at this point. So I'm just like standing outside his door, (laughs) banging on the door. Like, I mean, I, because I was like, oh my God, I don't know where to, I don't know what to do. Like, I, it's not even like this is an enclosed space. Like, what am I going to do? He was just awake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then there was, like, this guy, like, in the apartment next door who was, like, can you be quiet? And I was, like, I'm trying to wake up my roommate. Like, I don't know what to do. So, I go downstairs to the parking lot, and I'm, like, do I need to find a hotel? Like, what am I going to do? And I check his car, and it's open for some reason. So my ass slept in his car. I locked myself in the car. And um, I slept in there. So he woke up at like 6 a.m. and was mortified. Like, mortified. It's like have an image of like you, like a little, like in a little cocoon, like sleeping. (laughs) Yes, literally. I like, I put, he had some blankets and stuff in in the trunk. I don't know why. Um, but I put some, or maybe it was like a tent thing. And I put it over myself just so no one could see me. Because I was scared to be out there. Slept under a tarp. You're just like, (laughs) nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. And he like came to get me in the morning. And he was like, oh my god. I'm so, so, so sorry. I literally was trying to stay up. So this wouldn't happen. Um, But yeah, so I I roughed it that night. I was definitely feeling not so great the next morning. Oh my god. But you know, no harm, no foul. I gave him shit for it the rest of the weekend. Everyone did. He probably and, bought you yeah. a drink or something, and then it's like yeah. all is forgiven. No worries. All is forgiven. It's a great story. So <laughs> yeah, oh that happened. Um, how about you? What were the two best moments and then the worst moment? Hmm. I don't know. They're they're like I feel like mine are kind of like yours. Probably pretty general. Like I would say like best moments. Uh, first of all, like I got to meet and hang out with Alex's co-streamer and his fiance. And like, it is wild. I mean, like, so Alex knows Corey because they did a production of Newsies together, but they also haven't seen each other. I mean, like they're great friends, but they haven't seen each other in almost two years. And I know both Josephine and Corey like completely virtually. Like I've never met them. Like literally Alex was like, I'm dating this girl. She's going to come on the stream. And so like getting to meet and hang out with them, I was really nervous because I don't know, anytime it, it was kind of like we, we, we both had a similar animosity about like, just like, 
I don't know. I feel like I have this whole relationship with someone and then you meet them in person. And it's kind of like, what are we talking about? Like, what do we, you know, like, yeah. What, yeah. how do we, how do we like break? Like we need an icebreaker, you know, mm-hmm. but, mm-hmm. but we actually, the four of us got along so well because Corey and Josephine live in Chicago. We went there first. We got along with them so well that we convinced them to drive up to St. Louis for the weekend. Oh, I didn't know that's what happened. It was a very, like, literally, we were out drunk um, <laughs> at a barcade. And oh. I turned to Alex and was like, why don't they come to St. Louis? <laughs> and Alex was like, that's actually not a bad idea. That's actually a great idea. Because also Alex's parents love Corey and Josephine. And, like, oh. they, I think that they were just so ready to have people around and Mm-hmm. So literally we got to St. Louis on Monday and Josephine and Corey came on Friday and left on Sunday. And like, wow. We, so that was nice. We got like some really good time with them. Like we had a night out in Chicago and we went out in St. Louis. We had like a lovely dinner with Alex's family. And then we went to a haunted mansion, <gasps> um, a, the ballpark village in St. Louis, which is like a massive unit right by Bush stadium. And they uh-huh. have like, a baseball game up on like, the biggest screen you've ever seen and just like a bunch of bars yeah went there and then we went to the casino oh my god how fun is that yeah so that was really fun and like i'm very excited to get on stream with them again because frankie <laughs> i'm so sorry to anyone listening it's just like white noise in the background it's honestly um, very soothing what are you doing um Cause I, I always enjoyed streaming with them, but like now that I actually know them, it's, it just, well, I feel like there'll be another, like another kind of connection there. And yeah. I think they're actually going to come visit for 4th of July. Yes. Which we which need is, to talk about our, our plans, our plan, our plans. Yeah. Well, we're, you know, yeah, there, there's a lot that's going to be happening around that time. Cause that's when we move in, but yes. we're kind of arranging for most of the big pieces to get there before the 4th. Totally. So, yeah. But so like that was that was a great thing. Getting to meet Alex's family was really, really great. Um, like we got to go play baseball with his dad and brothers and um, Alex and I like made a big dinner for them and they were just so appreciative and sweet. And like, you know, like, I don't know. I used to really love meeting significant others' parents um, because I'm close with my parents. So like it feels easy to connect with parents but something in me getting older and I think I had some animosity and some nerves about meeting Alex is just because I like really 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 like Alex and we've now been dating for over nine months and like I don't know in a normal world I would have met his parents long ago but now it's like I was coming home to them with them knowing that we were like moving in together right and so it was kind of like, well, if they, if they don't like me, like, <laughs> right? They have to like me. Like I've yeah. already pitched a tent, and I yes. will not be moving. So, um, right. so but 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 getting to spend time with them was so lovely. Like it was nice to because Alex is just the loveliest person, and it's very clear now. If it wasn't super clear before, where that comes from, yeah. um, so that was really nice. And there are two very bad things that happened to me, and I'll I'll tell them both. <laughs> One is not as bad, but it's just like classic me. Um, so I'll start with the worst one, which okay. is so we we were staying in a gorgeous hotel that like overlooked the arch in St. Louis. And the only kicker about it, which was great one night, was that it's connected to a casino, mm-hmm. which is great. But then like you do get some people that have definitely spent 36 hours in the casino that are like stumbling out, you know, like yeah. It's just like a no, no sense of real world, no sense of real time. Yeah. Yes. And like, and some very misogynistic asshole men. Yeah. Um, so the thing, uh, this hotel is gorgeous, but very hard to get to. Like, even when we mm-hmm. were driving to it, like Alex and I almost went over a bridge that we were not planning to go <gasps> over. And literally Alex was like, is anyone behind me? And like pedaled it backwards. Cause he was like, we need, like, we just, we just missed the turn. Yeah. So one night we stayed in it was just the two of us to ourselves we ordered we decided we were gonna like order a bunch of chinese food and then i made him teach me the seize the day dance break um no no oh yeah leave it to me after like two glasses of wine you know some people are like oh a night alone with my boyfriend like let's be romantic and i'm over here like can you 
(laughs) (laughs) Can you just teach me this? And he did. And he taught me, he taught all of it to me, like a little sweetie. But we ordered Chinese food. And I was like, you stay up here. I'll go down and grab it because I ordered it. So I was like talking to the driver. And I was like, I know it's really hard to get here. Just like keep an eye out for the Four Seasons. I'm standing out front. This is what I'm wearing. Yeah. There's a bunch of ballet guys, whatever. So I see him driving over the bridge, like on the little app that we avoided. And I was like, (laughs) good, 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 good. And I'm standing out there. There's like a crazy wedding reception going on too. So like everyone around me is just like on one. Yeah. And I'm just standing there. I'm like, okay. And then um, I see little driver man's dot move back. He came back over the bridge and I think my food delivery was supposed to be like 9.15. So I went down there at like 9.14. Cut to like 9.30. This man does not know how to get to the hotel. And I, well, and the issue is that like, I'm not familiar with St. Louis. And like, I also know that like, what I've heard is that like downtown is very hit or miss in regard to safety. And I felt bad like giving directions to someone that I, like I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So I get on the phone with him and I'm like, do you know where this casino is? It's huge casino. It's connected to my hotel. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, yeah, okay, okay. So he parked his car in the front of the casino and starts walking around the outside of the casino, which is massive. So I start walking around the, the casino trying to find him. And in the process, I'm getting heckled by, like, drunk gamblers. Sure, of course. And finally, I get on the phone with him, and he's like, I'm at the entrance of the casino, but there's probably multiple. And I was like, yeah, there's an entrance. I'm sorry, I'm not sure which one it is, but it's connected to the Four Seasons. Um if you're able to maybe ask someone around you if they can help. And he's like, yeah. So he asks these drunk guys that are very clearly standing next to him and that he puts me on speakerphone. And they're like, (laughs) they're like, oh, there's no Four Seasons around here. And I'm like, well, I'm okay. I'm literally standing in front of Four Seasons. legitimately false, but okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they were just like, no, you're wrong. And I was like, okay. And they were like, oh, (laughs) stupid woman doesn't know directions. (gasps) And I was like. Oh, did you pop off? I just was like. Uh, to the delivery man. I was like, this isn't directed at you. I really don't appreciate the attitude I'm getting from you right now. So um, you guys could just just like just step off. So finally, I walk around the corner and I like find him and I like am in the elevator with this massive fucking bag (laughs) of Chinese food. I'm like the fucking treasured goods. I'm like, I'm I've never held anything tighter in my life. And this the the bar at the hotel had this fucking incredible like spicy margarita cocktail. fresh clementine juice in it shut the fuck up it was like it was called the clementina and literally i think alex and i had enough of them that like it they're it's flowing through my um bloodstream at this point there's no more blood it's just the clementina i am clementina (laughs) um well and i was just like after that fiasco it took me about 30 minutes to get the food so i'm like i'm going to the fucking bar i'm gonna get us each two clementinas and i'm taking them up to the room yes and i get to the bar and they're like we're closed and i was like (gasps) oh no i hate when you're craving something and uh, yeah i hate that so much but the good news is that the chinese food was great Stunning. Stunning. And sweetie Alex had already made drinks by the time I got back up to the hotel. Oh my god. He was like, I just I went in the bar. You know the bar that like pays you like charges a fee yeah. when you pull something out. He was like, I just figured like you'd had enough, so I just made some drinks. And I was like Totally. And then the other thing that happened, and this was just yesterday. I don't I'm not really an anxious flyer, but I do get anxious when I fly with Frankie. Okay. Yeah. Just because like I've been denied boarding a plane once yes. because yeah. someone told me she was too heavy. And I was like, I know she's too heavy. I'm the one that's carrying her on my shoulder. Um, but I just get anxious. So I go up to the Southwest ticket booth and I'm like, hi, I need to check my bag and pay the pet fee. And they're like, great. Very sweet about Frankie. They let me through. I get through security. Um, they take my bag. And Alex and I go sit at a wine bar. And I'm just sitting there. We're like doing work and like playing games. And I'm just like sipping wine and all of a sudden, you know, the dreadful thing at the airport is to hear your name over the intercom. Yes. They're like, Samantha Polino, you need to come back to the ticketing counter. And I was like, no. So I had to go all the way out of security and go all the way to the ticket counter. And they were like, uh, your bag was not tagged correctly. And it's been put on a flight to Chicago. <gasps> and I was like, okay. And they were like, but we have it. And I was like, what? Wait, what? Like was- they were. So, so I, 
there was a misunderstanding with the tagging of my bag because usually I just like I'm really bad about taking tags off my bag and I rolled it up and I think the oh. customer service agent thought that that was a new tag which it was an old tag Shit. and they were like but we caught it I was like well I would have appreciated you starting off with that because I literally thought you were going to tell me that I was gonna have to go to Chicago to get this bag yeah so all is well then I'm like I have to go through security again they're like yes I'm like, okay. <gasps> so I go through security again <laughs> I literally show up at the TSA pre-check counter and the security guard is like, weren't you just, and I was like, yes. And he was like, you, you're fine. Just go. Um, so we get there. I sit back down. I'm like chugging wine at this point. There's a, there's a moral to the story, which is I drink when I'm sad. (laughs) Don't do that at home kids. Um, but so then I'm sitting there and then I hear it again. Uh, Samantha Polino, if you could just please come to the ticketing counter. So I was like, no. So I go over to like the, the agents at the gate and I was like, hi, I just went to the ticketing counter. Like everything's been handled. I have my bag tag. They were like, yeah, we need to see your pet carrier. And I was like, why? (laughs) And they were like, we just need to make sure that it's registered. And I was like, oh, it is registered. I have the receipt right here. And they were like, Oh, so there's been a miscommunication. Like someone did, I guess somebody like spread the message that I didn't pay for Frankie. What? So I was just like, yeah, I have both receipts. I literally was like, literally, literally here are the receipts. That's very, very shady. It was fine. I think like, I also think that like, cause I, I don't know. I'm not a very patient person, but I try to be patient with customer service agents especially at airports because my mom oh, used God. to be one so i yeah. understand i used to hear about what these people would get like thrown yeah. at them sometimes yeah. and but i was also thinking about the fact that like i was on two flights and they were completely full and it's probably been a while since these people have had to operate at capacity mm-hmm. you know like yes. there's there's definitely a difference between like tagging and throwing like 10 bags on a flight versus 100 Oh my God, they're fielding so many things. And like, I don't know, like working in a place of travel is probably still stressful, even if you are vaccinated. Like, yeah, it's just, you just don't know. And they're like still the anti-maskers. Yeah, I bet a lot of people on flights aren't really keen on wearing their masks right now. There Um, was a guy across from us on our flight last night who literally like just wouldn't wear it. And like we got on the plane and the flight attendant was like, just to remind you, regardless of whether or not you're vaccinated, vaccinated, it is a federal mandate to wear a mask on airplanes. And the guy literally goes, that's fucking bullshit. Like he said it out loud. And Alex and I were just like, then don't get on the plane. Like, and yeah, I was just like, drive, man. I'm I'm such a rule follower. I always have been. And like, even on planes, like I, of course, couldn't even imagine not wearing my mask. But like, I'm such a rule follower that literally, if the seatbelt sign is still lit up, no matter how, I will not go to the bathroom. Like I, I literally will be sitting there in so much pain. And it always makes my stomach drop when I see people go up to go to the bathroom and then the loudspeaker, like they come over the loudspeaker and they're like, just a reminder that if the mm-hmm. seatbelt sign is on, like I get nervous for them. I'm yeah, the yeah, same, yeah. You know, I'm the same way in security. Like I know that I don't have a bomb in my carry on, but I am so nervous going through security. <laughs> Do you remember like way back in the day? I mean, now there's airplane mode, but they would be like all technology has to be completely off off. and like if i decided to like leave my air like my ipad my ipod on yes during the takeoff i was like i'm a fucking rebel like i'm a rebel literally this plane is gonna blow up because i didn't turn on my phone i also like in regard to the mask stuff like the flight attendants kept coming by and being like sir like just a reminder to pull your mask up and he would pull it up and then i would walk away and he would just take it down again i have a lot of fully vaccinated friends who have gotten COVID, like a lot. And they're all like, and they're all, they're, they're lovely. They're all posting about it. They're like, I just want to let you know that like, it is possible to, it's very possible and it's very legitimate to contract COVID being fully vaccinated. They were like, that being said, it's a head cold and nothing else. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't feel sick at all really, but like, I don't know, like, outdoors and in certain settings now I am I am starting to relax a little bit more about mask wearing but like I also haven't had a head cold in the past year because I've worn masks so like I'm definitely gonna fucking wear a mask on a plane and 
if it's a federal mandate, just like pull. Just like do it. Just like you're not doing anything. You're just sitting there. Yeah, it's really not that bad. Like it's really, really not that bad. I know, I know. It's just it'll be interesting to see how things shake out this summer. I was thinking about it because we had such a great summer last year. I mean, like even in you know COVID times, like we figured out how to do things outside. We figured out how to do things safely, and I'm so excited for this summer. Like I just keep having all these flashbacks of like just getting back to the city and like, you know, as the weather warms up and like I go to Central Park, I just, I'm so excited. I wanna hear like what you're most excited about like for for this summer in New York. Like, I don't yeah. know. I mean, I, I'm, it's like a bittersweet thing because I am leaving. Hmm. Um, but I will get June and July, which is great. Which are the best. Yeah. Um, yeah I mean, so it, it's bittersweet because I did. I like last summer was kind of the first summer that I've gotten to spend fully in New York and like really live it up. And I know that it was a pandemic and a lot of people were struggling with a lot of things. But um, after like going through some of the hardest times of my life in early 2020, mm -hmm. it was so liberating to like go get drunk with my girlfriends. That's something that I don't ever do enough. Um, or like, I'll like go have dinner with a friend because I'm feeling sad. You know, last summer was full of like having fun because we wanted to have fun, which mm -hmm. I'm excited to do that like more. Um, yeah. I feel like this summer, I'm really, a lot of people are coming back to the city that have been gone and yeah. they're vaccinated so like remember i mean there was even the times last summer where it was like you know like am i okay to see this person am i okay to do this and yeah. that like it's just a little bit more lax now because people are vaccinated so i don't have to ask annoying questions mm -hmm. when i want to see someone and i'm also really excited to move into our new apartment oh my god for those of you who don't know they're moving into um, a, a building very close to Columbus Circle and close to me, which I'm so excited about. Literally two blocks away. Oh my gosh, it's uh, it's gonna be amazing. And like right at the you know base of the park and like, it's, yeah. I really wanna spend as much time outside as possible this summer, you know? Yes, where, where I, I'm just excited to be near the park. Um, mm -hmm. I'm near the park now, but it will just will feel, I don't know, there's something about walking in a Central Park at Columbus Circle that it's super touristy and like kind of an eye roll, but it's so beautiful and like, oh, it's everything. I don't know, the little girl in me that like, you know, I walk in that entrance and I think about like when I was 13 and like came to Central Park and like that's yeah. where I walked into the park and mm -hmm. that's part of why I fell in love with New York was like because of that area. So it's mm -hmm. very bittersweet to know that I'll be living there so soon. Um, and I'm excited to make a home with somebody. I mean, it sucks that I'm literally going to do it and then leave. But um, but then you'll but, have such a great place to come back to when you visit, yeah, you know? Yeah, I'm excited. And, and yeah, I'm excited to just, like, I don't know. Like, I, like this summer is going to be the best. Because it's going to be amazing. I feel safer. I feel smarter. Um, mm -hmm. I... Like not, not so much, I don't know. Last summer I felt like I met so many new people, which was amazing. And now I'm friends with all of them. Yeah. So like, I'm excited to like, just kind of like keep continue going on adventures with like people that have come into my life in the past year. Mm -hmm. I feel like we all, you know, everyone, but like specifically the people close to me and you two, like we all share a bond of like what the past year was. Yeah, know? yeah, for sure. Yeah, last summer was just a lot of, uh chaos some really really good some really bad you know i mean obviously the pandemic was chaotic and and life was so up in the air and it still kind of is but there was so much good chaos too though like so many new french i mean wow so many new friendships last summer which is ironic that that happened during a pandemic but it's like it almost brought us all together more so because we were yeah. craving that bond you know well i was thinking about it and like you haven't had covid yet but last summer most of the people that i was spending my time with we all had it so like we were like okay we have antibodies right now so like now is the time yeah you know without being reckless like now is the time to to do that and like i kind of feel similarly now with people getting vaccinated it's like yes. i can see people and like not 
be worried. I like, I, I had a costume fitting today and I saw, like, I saw like a lot of the people that work on the Hamilton costumes and I haven't seen them in a long time. And like, we asked each other, like, can I hug you? Yeah. And like asking that question is so mm. funny, but like hearing yes is even better. Cause remember the whole phase of like elbow bumps, Uh huh. you oh, know, like, well. you know, and, and I'm just excited to not be scared to hug people. Oh my God. It's such, it's such a luxury. What really is the luxury to me is forgetting that COVID is in our world. Like that's the luxury, having an evening where you don't even think about it. And then you leave and you're like, oh my God, like I was able to just see my friend and feel totally safe about it and just enjoy their company. And I wasn't riddled with thoughts of coronavirus the entire time. Yeah, and also just, yeah, yeah. And along with that, just like amidst everything that we've all been through, like acknowledging my own privilege that like I haven't lost anyone directly to COVID, you know, and just, you know, I was, I was talking to someone today and I was just like, it's every single silver lining that I can find right now Um, (laughs) over the past year. Just like, you know, and I, whether it's the fact that we've all learned a lot, we've all learned a lot about the world and how we want to view it and what our place is in it and our industry and politics and human rights and health and wellness and you know acknowledging people and accepting them where they are like there's a lot that's come out of this year and getting to have those nights where you go and like get to sit with people yeah and just have a fucking great meal be i mean like just not be so um anxious anxious and like exhausted like i feel like thoughts of the pandemic are just like they're exhausting they're mentally so tiring I was I don't really plan on having children but I was thinking about like you know when you listen to our when we listen to our parents talk about like crazy shit that they went through when they were younger and you're just like wow I can't imagine like the fact that it's become so normal in our day-to-day lives to like wear masks we don't see what people look like anymore we stand far away from people um i have always been an avid hand washer and sanitizer but like my skin is like cracked forever it's just Mm -hmm. so dry and like things like that have become so normalized um and that's really interesting like i mean there is going to be a level of trauma for all of us coming out of this yes and it's going to hit us at different times, you know, like it's, it's going to take a while to even realize how it's affecting us. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just encourage everyone to be patient with that because some days I feel great. And then some days I'm like, Ooh, what, who was that person bef- before this all happened? Like, you know, things that were, were easy for me or were comfortable for me are now like a little bit more challenging and that's okay. Yeah, I I am finding and and I we've talked about this. Um I am I would consider myself a shy person unless I'm around my people and then I'm like the life of the party. And when I tell people that I think I'm shy, they're always like, "No." And I'm like, "But you know me, so it's different." Right. But I have never felt more like a hermit yeah. actually than I do now because as much as I crave social interaction, when I go out now in a larger group of people, I feel so exhausted yeah. by the end of the night. It's like that that muscle just hasn't been flexed. It hasn't been flexed in a long time and I get socially <clears throat> exhausted. exhausted. Oh. oh, absolutely. Literally, yes. like when we text each other, we'll be like, you wanna hang out? It's like, I just, I need to sit on my couch. Yeah, I just don't, I just don't know that I can do that. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Never something that I thought about, never something that I thought about before. And just, yeah, I mean, even things like the way that I'll judge someone if I'm in a certain situation now and I don't see them wearing a mask. Oh, which, yeah. Which I'm, I'm nervous. I'm nervous to go back to work because I feel, you know, I think about the way that you feel when you're on stage performing in a show and you notice someone taking a bootleg. Yeah. And like we used to walk off stage to the stage manager and be like, seat 36, ILG right. center section. And like, right. there's going to be a whole nother component of that. And it's like, we're going to be in a theater of like 3,000 people. You know that someone's not going to have a mask on. Yeah. And like, that, oh, wow. It's going to be a whole nother, a whole nother layer to kind of 
I know. I wonder, like, I mean, will they require... I'm sure they'll require, like, vaccination cards and stuff going into the... No? Wait, what? Not as of now. The, the issue is that there... <laughs> There are ju- there are a lot of people that have been advised to not get the coronavirus vaccine due to underlying health conditions. Right. And it's not really fair to purposefully exclude those people. I mean, like, I would feel – I think if we were in an outdoor venue, then I'd be like, yeah, require vaccination cards and no one needs to wear a mask. But I think it's actually going to be better if everyone is just required to be masked. But then you mm. have those people that are going to be like – you know, the mask is here. Right, like, right. And because who's, you know, what usher is really going to come and, and deal with all of those people during a live performance? Like, it's very different than a plane flight. Yeah, yeah. It's like little things like that that I like sometimes, like, I'll be, again, I'll be, like, sitting alone looming in anxiety over COVID. And then, like, little things like that will come <laughs> up. And I'm like, <laughs> I know. You know, the TikTok that's like when I'm falling asleep and then I remember like that's like that's literally me it's just like I know I know it's like god there's like no escape from it that's that's why I literally can't I can't even remember if we talked about this on here but like I can't watch really intense things right now like I just I have to watch like I do watch sitcoms and like really um like warm and fuzzy types of shows actually well Yes, I do, but then I actually just started a show called Defending Jacob. It's that Chris Evans show on Apple TV. Oh, yeah. Will you tell me if you like it? It's really good. It's good? I really like it so far. I'm on maybe episode three, Um, but I do really like it. And, like, I don't know. Maybe it's – I was talking to my friend about this the other day. I do like shows where the stakes are so high and and things are so dire because it – it, it makes me feel more calm about my own life. Yep. Like, I love watching Grey's Anatomy because I'm like, okay, well, at least I'm not hemorrhaging. Like, okay, we've got that going for us. Like, it, right. it, you know, at least whatever. But <laughs> my friend was like, yeah, but that actually makes me more anxious because then I'm like, what if I'm having a hemorrhage in my brain and I don't know? What if I have a brain tumor? And I'm like, well, <laughs> okay. I think there's a happy medium between the two. But Yeah. It's yeah, you have a good point there. It's it's interesting. It's like a double-edged sword. Like sometimes it's nice to watch really uppity things. I I'm I'm not as much of a TV watcher, but when I think about like what kind of music I want to listen to on any given day, right now I'm finding myself like I don't know, I like to be an asshole and be like I listen to really good music. But like yeah. most of my like most played songs as of late are like happy-go-lucky simple songs because I just need something to pep me up while I'm walking down the street. I don't want to get too in my feelings about things because I already feel so much. Um, But, but, you know, like I think art in general has, has been that for so many people for such a long time. What Mm -hmm. was it on one of our episodes when Nick was, Nick Walker was like, since literally the dawning of time, people have gathered in a dark place to be Mm -hmm. taken away. Mm -hmm. Like, and it's interesting because I feel like art is one of two things. It's either like you get taken away on a different experience or you're like a big mirror is held up to you mm. in, in many different ways. It can it can make you appreciative for your circumstances. It can make you wish your circumstances were different. It can just take you to a different world for a couple hours. But, you know, like I as artists, I don't think I ever really appreciated the full extent of what that can do for a person until I was on the other side of it. Mm-hmm. Like with no, like, you know, we perform for people. You, you, you do all of these incredible concerts where people come and hear you sing. And I, I never really thought about how much people needed that until I needed it actively. Mm-hmm. Cause I wasn't on the other side of the, yes. of the feedback loop. You yes. Know? Yeah, that's a really that's a really good point. And it is crazy. I mean, something that totally transports one person maybe doesn't do anything for another person. You yeah. know, like it's a deeply it's a deeply personal situation and like, you know, no two people are going to have the same experience with a piece of art, which is really beautiful. Yeah. I'm so excited to I mean, literally just be in a dark space and watch something on stage. Yeah. Like, it has been so long. Like, I know that's such an obvious thing to say, but 
like I don't I don't really think we're gonna know how it will affect us until we're in that space yeah I like I I I tried I've spent I spend a lot of time since we've gotten harsh not harsh but since we've gotten like set back to work dates specifically Mm -hmm. I've spent I spend most days honestly thinking about what that first moment on stage is going to feel like but I actually don't know Mm -hmm. you know it's just going to be really it's just going to be overwhelming for for everyone for the ushers the musicians (laughs) the stage managers you know the people that are backstage that now have to be masked that can't eat in their dressing rooms like it's just going to be but it's also going to be really special because we have been, it's been so long. We've been deprived of something that has made millions and millions of dollars off of bringing people joy. Mm-hmm. And bringing people together. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. And, and teaching people things. And, you know, I like, it's just, I'm, I can't wait to see a show. I know. Like how, how, cool is that that your first experience with that live moment you're gonna be on stage it's really cool and I'm very thankful for it but there is a little part of me that wishes that I could be in the audience totally you know like I mean I'll be fine (laughs) I'm I'm fine (laughs) I'm not upset but you know I like again I I never I have not really fully appreciated what art can do for people until I really needed it the most mm-hmm. from a receiving end. And there is part of me that's like, I wish that I could, I wish that I could watch the curtain rise. Yeah. See, you know, of course it's going to, it's going to be a different experience, you know, but it's going to be very special. But when we <clears throat> do sideshow together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or when we do the revival of Legally Blonde or Little you know, Women, uh, Remember when we, we were like drunk on mimosas one day after getting our nails done, classic, classic us, <laughs> and we fully recorded ourselves singing some, so some like, things are meant to be crying in my apartment, like, like, crying. like sobbing, like, like sobbing like, at, at noon. <laughs> and then I went to a voice lesson. And then you did, yeah, 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 you were like, well, let me like catch a cab to my voice lesson. <laughs> It was that was the most chaotic. And then after you left, I don't know if I told you this. I was like, well, I should record another cover. And so I like sat on my janky bar stools, oh. like in front of my window, and recorded like a song from Heather's or something. Like, like it was so stupid. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> those are the days, though. Like those are we have. Those are the days. <laughs> or like I remember. Okay, when did WAP come out? Because I had this uh, this discussion with Adri, and she thinks it came out, like, September. And I was like, no, I think it came out in, like, July, right? I'll tell you why it came out in July. Because <laughs> I was having multiple panic attacks in my apartment for many reasons, which I won't disclose on the podcast. But how did I deal with my anxiety? By doing the fucking viral TikTok WAP dance. I was literally doing, like fan kick drop slits in my apartment. Thank God nobody lived underneath me. Just over and over again. I was like, no, from the top, make it, make drop. it drop. Like, That's a wet. Yeah, and then exactly. I woke up the next morning and I was like, I'm sore. It was, it was in, it was right before my, I think it was like early August. It was right before my 26th birthday because yeah, there was, it was also right so when much, I got back. Right. Yes. There was so much, cause remember there was so much controversy about that song <gasps> with, 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 with the men in the world. Oh, Oh my God, I remember. I tried to talk about it on a date with, uh, you, you know who I'm talking about. And I could tell, <laughs> and I could tell that he was like not into talking about it. Like he definitely didn't share my opinions on it. And that should have been a red flag, but you whatever. know, whatever. I do whatever. Just, just cause, just cause we're going there. And I feel like we probably will wrap this episode up soon. And we're talking kind of about mm-hmm. like, the past year and the past summer of the the pandemic, I want to like not put you on the spot, but like, I have to say that like, and you know this, I've talked about this with you before. I have so much respect for you for like continuing to date people through a pandemic. And like, you're like 
for those who don't know, I mean, it's pretty fucking obvious, but like Nia's like one of the most resilient people. Like you, and I know it doesn't come without hard times, but like you are like a rubber band. You, <laughs> you like, you, you bounce back very quickly because you are, you put your heart on your sleeve. And in a time where like, we've all been going through a lot of things, you continue to put yourself out there in a way that like, I just cannot. And I like, I think that that's something that like you should be really proud of, especially over the past year. Cause dating fucking sucks. And like, yeah. you know, like it's just, it's just, it's really admirable to me. I think it's really, yeah. it's no, I think it's really, I think it's something to be really proud of. Like you were always, you've always been safe about it. You, um, you are just you're very yeah it's it's something to be proud of and i thank you yeah it's it's great i think all of your friends would also agree there you know i think it's like a, i mean it's like a muscle right it's like you have you have to keep putting yourself out there because it's it's really not going to just come to you like i mean you you do have to try and you do have to put yourself in positions where you know where you can meet somebody and and yeah. and I also it's funny I feel like I have to and want to be resilient because I'm still becoming the person that I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So like I am so much more proud or maybe not proud but like I'm so much more excited by who I am today than I was in August when I was dating these specific people. So like that makes me excited like oh I'm glad those didn't work out because like this is an even better version of myself and like I'm going to keep trying to grow, you know. So so I I think it's like for anyone out there who is dating and trying to be resilient and trying to be like that rubber band, keep doing it because you're going to you're going to keep like shaping yourself and improving things about yourself that you didn't even know needed improvement, you know? So thank you. I really, really appreciate that. I mean, it's obviously not easy. And like, there have been moments where I'm like, literally fuck dating, literally fuck love. But you know, you just get more in touch with yourself and and you'll meet the people you're supposed to meet, you know? Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, I love you. This has been so lovely to just like get back to the two of us (laughs) I can't believe that after like almost a month of not seeing each other us catching up has been recorded and will be published I mean (laughs) I know there's a lot more catching up to do for sure but um you know yeah we are we are giving anyone who's listening a very real look into our friendship so (laughs) well yeah I'm very I'm very excited for Saturday we're me too. We're gonna have a day. I mean, like, where are we gonna? Are we? Do we wanna do like a late brunch? Yeah, we're gonna sing. We're gonna sing then, with with our friend Tyler. Our friend and Tyler. Then, and then um, we're gonna go to brunch. Mm-hmm. And then I want you to help me pick out yes. stuff for the apartment. We need to get things like towels, bathroom mats. Yeah. And some other things that are a surprise, but I but it's it's a gift, so I need I'll need your help. But yeah. I mean, like, I'm just excited. We haven't had a day. We haven't had a day, and the weather is going to be incredible. So yeah, I'm going to like do my hair and like put on an outfit. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. Oh no, no, no! It's going to be it's going to be one of our days. Like it's 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 going to be that vibe, and I love that it's on a Saturday. I love doing things on Sundays, but then I always get so sad because Monday's the next day, and I have to go back to work. So Sunday scaries. It's the Sunday scaries for me, honey. But Saturday's gonna be amazing. I love you. I go love you so much. Go teach. Go be a boss. <laughs> Illy. Signing off. Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>